Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on What's On TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines and whattowatch.com website. And today... We're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 19th of March 2021, including Marvel superhero series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. And we'll also be talking about new Sky One series The Flight Attendant, which looks very good indeed. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Well, Hannah, uh, there's a sci-fi film coming up on Netflix called The Mothership. And that will star Halle Berry, the Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry, as a troubled wife and mother who tries to track down her husband and discover the truth about his strange disappearance after she finds an extraterrestrial object beneath their home. And what's caught your eye? My eye has been caught on Regé Jean Page, of course, um, and has caught my eye for quite some time. Uh, but I do digress because he is starring um, alongside... Billy Bob Thornton and Alfre Woodard, um, and it's a it's a it centres on an assassin and an ex CIA operative, which is played by Ryan Gosling. Lots of great names in here. Who is being hunted by a former colleague, Chris Evans, another great aim uh, name, and um, yeah, the Bridgerton stars in it. And that's really all I'm interested in, frankly. We've got a good selection this week. We've got. Uh... A little bit of sci-fi fantasy. We've got some drama, international drama. We've got a couple of documentaries. We're going to kick off on Disney+, and this will have been eagerly anticipated by Marvel fans. It's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and here is a clip. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. The world's upside down right now. Where do we start? So this is a new series, uh, six episodes, and yes, it's a spin-off from the Marvel films that you may or may not be familiar with, such as... Iron Man, but particularly the Avengers series of films. So if you've watched those, you will already be familiar with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And and basically they're at the centre of this new series. So the Falcon is a superhero who uses mechanical wings to fly. Okay. And the the Winter Soldier, I mean, there are complex backstories to these characters. The Winter Soldier was brought back from his supposed death to be a brainwashed assassin. His name is Bucky Barnes, but he was called the Winter Soldier. But then he was kind of a reformed character and fought alongside the Avengers and was best mates with Captain America. Does that all make sense? I mean, I'm I'm with you. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but you don't really need to know all of that, though, of course, Marvel fans will be steeped in, in the backstory. But this, what I like about this is as well as having the fantasy element and obviously it's continuing the Marvel Universe story and um, we're in a situation where Captain America uh, if you watched Avengers Endgame Steve Rogers aka Captain America played by Chris Evans who you just mentioned he stood down as Captain America and he handed his shield to uh, the Falcon whose real name is Sam Wilson and he is played by Anthony 
Mackey, and he bade farewell to his, his old mate, Bucky Barnes. He's played by Sebastian Stan. So now Sam and Bucky are kind of adjusting to a world without Steve and, and who's going to kind of, who's taking over as, as Captain America because Sam has sort of mixed feelings about it. What I like about it is it's got that almost like that kind of buddy cop vibe to it as well as, I mean, it looks incredibly cinematic. The stunts are amazing, especially the Falcon flying around in his amazing suit. Um, but yeah, they kind of, they, they do kind of, bicker and they kind of tease each other and play pranks on each other so there's there's a good central relationship and what we're going to be following is them uniting against this group called the flag smashers and bucky is still sort of traumatized by his experiences of being um an assassin for this organization called hydra so yeah it it very much looks like the big budget movies but it's got that that really cool buddy movie vibe now i don't know if you've watched any or all of the marvel films hannah i mean you know i think iron the iron man films in particular i think have quite a broad appeal is this is this one for you do you think do you know what i, I mean you know me I, i'm not a lover of the marvel um uh, staff and films and i i kind of I can see the appeal in something like this, and I think, like you say, the trouble is it's really complex, and you kind of you you kind of need to know your stuff almost. It's not one of those things you just fall into. And I think you've got to have to really enjoy this. Your interest levels have to be up there. I don't think it's one of those things you just stumble on and think, yeah, I'll, I think I'll watch this and I'll like it. I don't I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I think you've got to really you've got to really like this genre. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Now, <laughs> you're going to tell us about something that uh, you don't need to know any backstory for, which is a new series coming up on Sky One and Now TV. Yes, The Flight Attendant. Now, um, this is an eight-part series on, as you say, on Sky One and Now TV. And um, we'll have a little listen. But uh, at first, when I when I first saw this, I thought, oh, it's just I can only dream of being on an aeroplane. It seems so long. But I'm not sure I want to be <laughs> in this flight attendance shoes let's have a listen we had dinner in bangkok we went back to his hotel there's no escape when i woke up in the morning he was so alive you think they know you're lying so um, some great names in this. Um, Kaylee Kuoko from The Big Bang Theory is our very own flight attendant. Um, it's a comedy thriller. And I, I always find these things can jar. Well, they can jar if they're not done very well. But I think this is done pretty well. So it's kind of funny, but it's also creepy too, given that it's a comedy thriller. Um, and, and Kaylee plays the part of Cassie um, Bowden. And basically she has a one-night stand with somebody from first class. Who'd have thought it? Joining the Mile High Club and then going back to their house. Oh, my goodness me. Um, the trouble is that they have this night of passion uh, and the next morning she wakes up, throws open the curtains, as you do, and looks at her hand and there's blood all down her hand, turns around and the person that she's been in bed with all night is dead. Um... But instead of perhaps alerting the authorities, like you or I might, <laughs> given that we, we didn't actually commit the crime, uh, she doesn't. She, she clears up 
uh, she's completely, I suppose, overwhelmed by what she's found. She sort of clears it all up. And this is a journey, watches her kind of run from the cops and the FBI and being trailed by them. Because, of course, she didn't do it and she's not part of it but looks like she is because she's tried to cover the whole thing up. So you can see where the comedy comes in and you can also see where the sort of the thriller part is in the fact that, you know, there's this dead man in the bed next to her. Yeah, I thought it was great. And I didn't immediately recognise Kaylee Cuoco. Um, I, I have watched quite a bit of The Big Bang Theory and, and she's good in it as Penny, but I don't think it's a, a role that really shows off everything she can do and she's she's brilliant in this and what i particularly like about it is it slightly an aspect of it slightly reminded me of one of my favorite series which was the sharon horgan series pulling which was about young women getting drunk and 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 having sex you know unashamedly which i think is it's just good to see that now i mean having said that she does have a serious drink problem this woman so i'm not i'm not making light of it but but i just think the scenes it starts off showing her going out getting drunk uh there's a strange guy in her apartment she doesn't know how we get there she has to rush to get to work it's all quite crazy and she plays it superbly it's got some interesting cast members in it so the one night stand guy in bangkok um that's Michael Huisman from Game of Thrones and it's also got the fantastic Michelle Gomez as a mystery woman who she meets in Bangkok and Rosie Perez as a fellow flight attendant so yeah it's a great cast I really liked episode one it absolutely drew me in so I hope it continues in in the same vein and yeah I am interested to know (laughs) how did the one night stand guy end up dead in the bed i wonder she has certainly a, a one woman mission to find out and clear her okay. name <laughs> even if she is uh, blind or drunk half the time over on netflix for fans of formula one it's the latest series of the documentary drive to survive and here's a clip formula one is open for business again good morning two meters this year though you've got to keep your distance the hype is there, the hope. The target for the season is to survive. So I remember watching series one of Drive to Survive and, and, and basically it's a look back over a Formula One championship season. So I was thinking, well, the season's already happened and I know, you know, who won and the results of all the races so why would I particularly want to watch that but it's really fascinating and it really gets you to the heart of the action and also you see stuff that you're not going to see at all in the F1 coverage on TV so particularly if you're a fan um, it's really worth having a look at and this is the 2020 championship season which was quite dramatic in a rather unusual way in that they had to postpone the start from March to July because of COVID and of course a lot of the races had to be held behind closed doors some of them had to be cancelled but above all Lewis Hamilton became champion again and equaled Michael Schumacher's record of seven world titles so I mean I'm not a huge F1 fan I must admit 
but I really like this series. I think it's great. It was this one for you, Hannah. Do you know what? I really like Formula One. I think there's something... You've surprised I know, you, me. I have, haven't I? I like to do that. I like to, I like to throw in a curveball. Um, I really like Formula One because it's, it's really glamorous, I think. And it's very... Um, it, 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 you've got to be passionate. They're so passionate about what they're, what they're doing. And, it, and it's thrilling, I suppose. It, it's completely thrilling. And it's dangerous. And I, I, and I think that you're right. Why would you watch this when you've, you know, you've watched last season? But it's not about that. It's, it's really pacey. And I don't think you've got to love Formula one to love this actually i think the whole glamour and the it, it bring it brings it to life i suppose um and you get to know some of those drivers and some and what what they who they are i guess okay now we've got another documentary well a feature length drama documentary i should say on netflix which you're going to tell us all about hannah I am. This is so interesting. So this is called Operation Varsity Blues, the the college admission scandal. Now, um, everybody will will, will remember um, Felicity Huffman, particularly um, from Desperate Housewives and When They See Us. And uh, she was one of the many people that paid uh, a huge amount of money to secure their child a place in, in an elite US university. Let's listen to a clip and we can have a chat about it. We're here today to announce charges in the largest college admissions scam ever prosecuted by the Department of Justice. My view of the admissions process is some students getting in on pure merit, but many others getting in due to preferences that skew rich and white. They had every advantage, and yet they still cheated. So the, the title is actually named after the FBI operation that exposed this scandal. And um, it's really interesting, this documentary, because it really... I think at the time there was a lot of noise around it and it was suddenly all these celebrities and people we knew involved in transference of money to secure their kids a place in university. It was so wrong. But this really kind of um, shows you behind the curtain, if you like, what really went on, um, what was really going on uh, within the sort of super rich world. Um, thousands of like half a million um, dollars were, were, were securing places for, for these kids. And... It's it's really strange how they did it. They call it a, a side door, um, and there's kind of a facilitator who facilitates um, the, 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 these kids getting into to the university. And they go in for reasons that they shouldn't be there. So you know, if they're not a swimmer, they're going in as a swimmer. Um, there, I don't know. I think there was some girls that had never rowed before, and they went in as rowers. It, it's a it's it's quite unbelievable, and it's. Uh, it's the depths uh, and the lengths that people will go to to ensure that their kids get the best uni when in reality they stand the best chance anyway in life because look at their very rich, wealthy, privileged background. It's, it's, an, it's very interesting. I, I learned a lot. Yeah, we did. We flagged this up last week, but because it wasn't mm. until the Wednesday, the 17th of March, and we got the chance to preview it, we're, we're looking at it again this week. So, yeah, it was fascinating. It's actually from the director and producer of Tiger King, which has had a lot of coverage. I like the fact that they'd made it a drama documentary. So playing this guy, Rick Singer, who's a bit of an unusual character, he'd go to all his business meetings in sort of shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> he's played by <laughs> one of my favourites, Matthew Modine, who, of course, he's in Stranger Things. I remember first seeing him in, in the Alan Parker film, Birdie, uh, which he was brilliant in. He went on to be Private Joker 
in full metal jacket. And I didn't know this. He turned down the Tom Cruise part in Top Gun because it said he went. it went against his principles. He felt the film was very kind of pro-military and pro-war. little bit of trivia there for you. Mm. So, yeah, as you say, it's fascinating because this guy, Rick Singer, he's photoshopping pictures of these kids so he'll say right send me a a picture of your son you know in in a water polo outfit in the swimming pool and i'll kind of photoshop it into into a picture of a a proper game of water polo so yeah exactly what he's doing he's approaching these institutions he's saying you know i've got this person who's really good at sailing or whatever it is and we'll bung you some money uh, towards the foundation and as you say, I mean, these people have already won the life lottery, really. And so the fact that they're then depriving other people of places at these elite universities really is, I mean, it's depressing, to be honest. I mean, it's quite, re- it's really depressing. It's, it's really quite revolting, actually. But I, I thought there was an interesting part in it where they, one of the, one of the fathers asked, what happens if we get found out? I mean, like, you know, basically you're going to do time for this. No, you know, no one's going to, how's anyone going to know? I mean, no one's going to find out. I've done this loads of times famous before. It's not words. a problem. And, um, cool. yeah, exactly. Literally famous last words. And what an embarrassment for, for the people involved. I mean, absolutely. Oh, so, so many lessons to be learned here. Yeah. And what they're doing as well is, as well as interviewing lots of people who are involved, they're using the transcripts of, of, the phone calls that the FBI listened in on for the for the dramatised section, so it's it's very authentic. I love it when he says that actually, uh, when they interview one of the the, the, the FBI guys that were, that were kind of dealing with the case, and they said it's amazing what people will say when they don't know the FBI are listening in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've come to my favourite part of the podcast, Hannah, where uh, you reveal to me what you've been binge watching. Oh, yes. Well, I've been watching some very highbrow stuff, as oh, you'd really? expect this week. Okay. Not. Um, well, I've been watching Teen Mum on Amazon, Amazon Prime, um, which is just, it's a, it's, it's a series of episodes and it literally does what it says on the tin. Um, women that are teens and become mums and you see their kind of life journey. And they're all very, very different, actually. And some are really eye openers. Others, I don't think, no, they have got no idea what's about to hit them before this baby comes along. And um, it's an interesting insight into, I mean, in some ways, it's like you're just sort of playing mum and dad, you know, it's almost like children having children. But then they have to grow up overnight, literally have to grow up overnight. So that is, it's, it's always, a, I think it's quite interesting to watch different dynamics because, of course, it's a real thing. Equally highbrow, uh, I've been watching a couple of documentaries on Netflix. So, Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell. It's all about your favourite rapper, Hannah, Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. Biggie Smalls. I didn't realise this. This comes out in the documentary. He had to stop using the name Biggie Smalls because uh, someone else was using it. He was so talented, and he was only 24 when he was shot. But, yeah, so it looks at that East Coast-West Coast rivalry that resulted in his death. There's also a fantastic documentary called, excuse my language, Battered Bastards of Baseball. Now, I I don't really know anything about baseball. I don't watch baseball. But this is about a side called the Portland Mavericks. So Portland's professional baseball team moved away 
And Kurt Russell's dad, who was an actor called Bing Russell, and, and also he loved baseball, he set up this independent team there called the Mavericks. And it was kind of full of people, kind of oddballs, who hadn't made it into the major leagues and still had something to prove. Kurt Russell is in it, talking about his dad. And his dad is just a, a fascinating character. He was in quite a few well-known westerns on tv and, and western movies um but his first love w was baseball and he, he he just got this whole thing going and then there's there's an interesting ending to the documentary where the powers that be in baseball i think they're a bit embarrassed by what's happening with this team and they want to sort of they want it to go away so i'd say even if you don't like baseball check it out now we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering so what will we be discussing we will be discussing made in italy on my very favorite amazon prime um this is liam neeson and his real life son um starring in a heartwarming tale set in tuscany and i do love la toscana so it's one for me we'll also be looking at the irregulars a new series on netflix which is about a crew of youngsters who help sherlock holmes and dr watson investigate supernatural crimes in Victorian London. So, looking forward to that, but in the meantime... From Friday the 19th of March, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is available on Disney+, Plus. The Flight Attendant on Sky One and Now TV, and Drive to Survive on Netflix. Operation Varsity Blues, The College Admission Scandal, Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell and Battered Bastards of Baseball are all on Netflix and Teen Mum is on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs>